tell you a, a true fact. I don't, I don't want to bring your thing down. But I was going to say, I wasn't going to mention this, but since he's dead, I guess it doesn't matter. But he was uh, in real life a racist. I never, like, I haven't worked with a racist. He was the most racist man I ever met. He w I was with his, I worked with him one day, okay, and there was an African-American secretary. He said, I'm going to rub your head for luck. And he literally, I was like cringing. I wanted to build wow. him. But he was saying this stuff. He was, I mean, you hear the term thrown around, racist, racist. But he was a real life race. He must have been raised ignorantly. But as wow. far as me, he was a nice guy, but he was a very ignorant man. Now, in the scene in which they're in the town council, and right. you're underneath the table hiding, right. apparently uh, Mannard wanted to fight with Cleavon. There was going to be a – they were going to have a fight. Yeah, that's mentioned in the commentary. Now I'm thinking he's African-American. Maybe that was – Might be. Maybe it had something to do with it. I would say he was the only racist I've ever worked with in like 20-odd films all my career. Uh-oh. Okay, so now we're going to get our gross-out scene, which they eat a lot, bunch of disgusting stuff. And yeah, yeah. A boom mic. A boom mic. Yeah. Oh, even worse. Oh, is that right? <laughs> The, the gross outs we could handle, but the boom mic was too much. Yeah, that was <laughs> right. the top. When we watched the both versions, the theatrical cut and the uh, director's cut, they added mm -hmm. even more gross stuff to the gross out scene. Like really? Yeah. So the, uh, the our uh, asparagus is going to have bird shit on his sandwiches. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what gross me? I remember this is later in the movie, but I remember the scene where they're having sandwiches at the end, you know, and Ruth were on the beach. Ruth's about to eat some mayonnaise. Sandwich. She really eats yeah. that. She really ate. It, I almost threw up. I, it made me <laughs> nauseous. But she, I saw her. she put the mayonnaise on and she took a big bite of the sandwich. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a favorite scene because of your hats. The yeah. Hats you wear in this movie. That was my real hat. I was my real yeah. hat. I had I'd use it as a gag and I brought it into this set and Randall let me use it. Oh, now, we again. have the producer Porky's kind of boob smack there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, the original footage with everyone dancing in the cast, and then this added on footage, it's mixed in in the same scene, and they kind of have a different feeling. Interesting. Even the, even the sunlight hitting them, it's from right. a different, different angle. You know? yeah. Right. Oh, so there's the untouchables. That's the untouchable, right. And they mentioned there's a guy from the Southern California dance uh, punk scene that dances in this movie. They talked a lot about. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So they were really a group. There was a group called the Untouchables? Sure. They're actually in Repo Man, the movie, too. Okay. Uh, as well. I didn't know yeah. that. I'm so not into that scene. Okay. Yeah, it was like the, the ska scene of the uh -huh. Southern California earlier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, and he really goes for it, Tom Ballard, in this, in this scene. Yeah, he chews up the scenery literally, doesn't he? Literally. This is the part of the movie where I, I regret telling people they should see this movie because you have yeah. that duplex scene. It's so clever, so well done, and then he breaks yeah. the, the window. And then you have this scene, and it's like yeah. I still have to endorse this movie. And then they added this part where it's yeah. gross and yeah. hideous. You're right. Why mess with it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is all not really gross stuff. It's like baked goods in the form of a starfish and mm -hmm. uh, gummy worms kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, I could, get, I could deal with that. But then watching those guys eat bird shit for me is, yeah. like, too much. Yeah. God knows. I guess that was whipped cream, maybe. I don't know what they used. Yeah. 
buzz money. Yeah. Now, the guy yeah. you were talking about, Mike, his name was Craig Allen Rothwell, and he was called Spaz Attack back in the punk days. Okay, yeah, so he's doing his Spaz Attack dance in this movie. Now, he was oh, in Ego's um, Can't Get No Satisfaction, and he did like five backflips in which he lands on his back. It must have hurt. Yeah, it's a good song for him. Like, I feel so embarrassed. Like, I tell people to see this movie. Yeah. Like, Don't worry about the TNA. It's just the way it yeah. is. And then you get to this. No, scene, I, mean, like, I would be embarrassed to bring my parents to this movie or my sister with, with the <laughs> TNA and this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was one of the reasons why this film kind of resonated because it it had its TNA and then more. Okay, so we get the bird shit and titties in the background. Right. It's too much. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got these cool looking punks. Yeah, Carl's you, have to balance, away. you have to balance yeah, the, the, way. the art. It's a hard balance in showbiz. Eating the bird shit. Yeah. I don't want to think about this. Now, um, Eddie, you talked about playing poker a lot with Eric and Josh, but that yeah. was after the movie was done. You would go on to play poker with them. No, right? I think it was during the movie, too. I think during the shoot, we do it on weekends, you know. We were, uh -huh. we were hanging together. They were great. Eric, Jeffrey, and, and Josh were all great guys. We hang yeah. together a lot. Oh, now the one thing he doesn't want to yeah. eat. Is that one of your hats? Which is that one? It was yeah. like an umbrella. Oh, that's mine. Yes, that is mine, yeah, too. Yeah. I brought that in. The umbrella and the big hat are both mine. So he doesn't drink it, big head. Don't drink it, big head. Don't drink <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, he can't. Yeah, He'll he eat all the shit on the away. beach. He's kind of like our Superman at the end. He's like James Bond. He breaks into the villain's lair and ruins everybody. Yeah. So Tom Ballard wins the gross-out contest. Yeah. He seems happy about it. Now, this soundtrack was never released. And Oingo wrote a Yeah. Oingo yeah. Bongo wrote a song for this movie, and it's nowhere else unless you watch this movie. Is that right? I That's think it's called Hold Me Back. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's if you're cool. Oingo Boingo completist, you have a copy of Surf yeah. 2. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, know this guy right here. Surf song. Uh -oh. Yes, this is Spaz Attack. Wrong guy to drink it. And he will do his freak out dance. You know, this is his trademark. This was what got him onto a Devo video. But they all like his dancing. They do. So there were three Beach Boys songs. There was the Circle Jerks were in this. Thomas mm -hmm. Dolby. Um, Oingo Boingo had two songs. One you can't find anywhere else. Mexican Radio by Wall of Voodoo. Yeah, oh, I love that song. Great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. the Beach Boys, so the Beach Boys might have seen Surf too. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's well, at right. least they got, they got yeah. a check from it for sure. It's strange yeah. to hear the Beach Boys on this because it seems like well, they get around. They get around. Touche. Very good. Wait a minute. You two. 
you two have two of the Beach Boys names. Did you realize it? Oh yeah. Mike well, and Carl, I guess. Are yeah. Beach Boys? Uh, well, I think Carl's a better name than Mike. Carl Beach Wilson Boys, and Mike Love. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna screw up. I'm Eddie. <laughs> You have a pretty decent name, I think. Oh, so they abduct the girls. Did you guys not get that joke? That was hilarious. No, say what happened? What's the joke? Yeah, what happened? I thought you had a. I think you have a pretty decent name. Oh, Menlo Scorcher, Benny. No, no. Okay, forget it. He's trying to rhyme decent with decent. Decent name. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. I I would like to apologize on behalf of the podcast. You're absolved. You're absolved. Tell that joke halfway through the movie. <laughs> now, Eddie used no cue cards in this. No, you're right. Movie. These were the early days, and I did. And this was after War Games. War Games is when I started using them, but this I did all myself, no cue cards. Right. I thought War Games was a really good character. You've given away our best stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't say data encryption algorithm. I just kept forgetting the line, so they gave me the cue cards. <laughs> Okay, so now Sparkle is going to sort of team up with um, with Chuck and uh, Joe, and they're yeah. going to, I don't know, like, got her, Sparkle's got her toe half in the water. She wants to help them, but she doesn't reveal everything until mm -hmm. the way end of this whole scene. Mm -hmm. Now, this was the very first scene they shot for this movie. A really long scene. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's we we meet all the surfers up front, and half of them turn into the zombies. So these zombies, are the two right. main characters. Like, I don't really expect it. Like, I, I thought it would be the other people. Mm -hmm. But, they're, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, they're going to kill this guy, basically. Open him up, remove his guts, leave him there. Well, he won't die. He'll Remember, he's going to drink Buzz Cola, and it's going to come out of the sutures, right? Oh, yes. Now, we give Randall a lot of credit for this film, but much, much, much of this film was ad-libbed. And um, we're, like some of the greatest things Peter says, like, that's the cycle of life right there, boys. It was all <laughs> ad-libbed. Yeah. He's really funny at this. My, the only thing I remember was a little, it takes like a couple seconds. My last scene on the beach, you know, where we're on the beach, and I have that big hat that sticks out. Yeah, I turn the head and smack somebody, but that was my bit. I said, I'm going to do that. <laughs> That was the only thing I remember. I, I remember pretty much taking the script on my part because I love to ad lib and I have a hard time memorizing lines. You do stick to the script in this film. Yeah, yeah. pretty much so. That's the well, thing. It's funny. <laughs> funny. This is Jaws. It's nice that he has the plastic uh, curtains already prepared. Hmm. Now, there were plans. Well, they were very, very loose. It was just Randall thinking about it. But there were plans for a th another a follow-up movie. It was going to be three? called Surf 3 3D. No. You're kidding. Well, the whole concept was these aliens crash into the ocean and in Southern California, and they kind of get hooked on surfing. Um, and they had, like, two hands – 
So they would walk on their hands and mm -hmm. uh, and sort of like a head, and they would disguise themselves by wearing balloon pants, you know, those mm -hmm. 80s MC Hammer kind of pants. Right, right. I didn't even hear about this. I never heard of it. Well, I only heard it on the D, uh, the Blu-ray commentary uh, with Randall Baddett. Oh, we were, you know, of course, you know, we were the first movie in the history of motion pictures to be a two before there was a one. There was actually a Guinness movie records book, and Surf 2 was listed. It goes, the, the first movie ever to be listed as two when there was no original movie. And then later, okay. I think Bill Cosby took that gag. He had Leonard Part 6. He kind of right. had a push on that gag, but we were the first. It is so funny how it's Surf 2... The end of the trilogy. That's yeah, exactly. For the yeah, first movie. Yeah. I used to have a poster. There was a great poster for it, I remember. A girl's legs on a surfboard. It was a great poster. I think I've seen that. It has a list of all the music on it, too. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think it's one of the two or three films that got top billing. I don't get top billing, bro. I'm usually one of the lower ones. Do you remember the other one? Yeah, you're a villain in this. Oh, yeah, I'm a bad guy. You're right. You're, you're right. Yeah. Now here he wakes them all up just by talking. <laughs> yeah, he's the secret weapon in this movie because he just kind of hits. Don't expect it. Yeah, it's crazy that he never likes being in front of the camera because he's so funny. His he's so hilarious, guy. isn't he? Yeah. Now this is the scene in which Sparkle will reveal everything including her real identity. I right. forget her name. See how the, he's not dead. He got oh, autopsy, right. but he's not dead. Right. Oh, thank God. And here comes the uh, big gag. Cartoon gag. Now, if that happened in my house, I would definitely put a tray underneath. The <laughs> you, you can't sit down without a coaster. Right. <laughs> What became of Brandis Kemp? Did she work after this? She passed away recently. Uh, yeah, I, she, yeah. oh, she was so nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, just Friday, a couple yeah. of years ago. Friday's lasted for about two seasons, I remember. You know, it's it's actually on one of the streaming services. I think Tubi has has it. Not all, not every episode, but they do have the Andy Kaufman one. Where they, oh, they, yeah, that was right. That was the big one, right? Remember? Yeah. Jack Burns came in. Yeah, they got in a fight. I remember that. But what was weird is he showed up the next season, and Andy Kaufman was born again with his wife, and he spent the monologue singing Christian songs, and then stopped the police from performing because the last bit had drug humor, and he was a, against drugs. Oh my god! So he was still doing a routine, like, and that one's not so well known. But yeah, he's great in it, and the the show is pretty miserable usually. But yeah, it was it was yeah. a poor man's Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You try now, to watch him now. the one that COVID-19 yes. um, put the period on the end of the sentence. Now, she was not doing well with some brain cancer, but it was this complications from COVID-19 that did her in. Oh, that's a shame. Super nice this lady. Yeah. So here comes the secret. Thank you, Michael. I was his girlfriend. Oh, that's possible. The only girl Schwartz ever hung around with was Florinda Budnick. Yeah, Florinda Budnick. Florinda Budnick? He's a pretty pretty nerd. 
Well, they show like a nerdy picture next to her legs and stockings, so it's a mm. little contrast. This scene doesn't have Yeti, so we're, we're bored. Yeah, they got. This is the stray cats. Oh, the stray cats? I remember them, yeah. Stray cat strut. Yeah, there's a lot of decades of pop culture in this movie. 50, yes, 60, you're exactly right, yeah. You know, Horshack, uh, I guess, for the 70s. Mm hmm. Now, this was 10 years after. Okay. Now, Eddie's hiding under one of those gingham tables by the two dads. Right. And they're arguing to keep the beach closed until they understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. So they say, like, everybody knows Buzz Cola is what's the problem. So Eddie replaces the Buzz Cola with Cola. It's uh -huh. Coke, you know? Right. It's amazing to me how they go, I don't know, it's just soda. I guess it's okay. They just did an <laughs> autopsy on a dude. Suppose it's motor oil. <laughs> so, Eddie, this is the scene in which um, Bannard wanted to fight, Biff wanted to fight Cleavon. Do you remember the incident? No, I honestly don't. I, I don't remember that. Uh, no, for some reason I don't. I don't know why. They okay. got into some kind of upset and they really wanted to fight. Yeah, I'm sure his racism probably had to do it. He probably said something obnoxious. And Cleavon probably wanted to fight him. Something might have, you know, what might have happened earlier that was boiling over. Right, wow. right. This is also a great scene because it takes place in the middle of the day in a pizzeria. Yeah. Yeah. Into zombies. He calls him Bob's dad, not by his name, Bob's dad. And that was his name in the script, Bob uh -huh. Chuck's dad and Bob's dad. Oh, how funny. I always thought that was funny that poor Chuck and Bob has this storied history that their fathers are poisoning, turning their yeah. friends into zombies. <laughs> when they're with him in the previous scene, he goes, why would they be doing it? Why would they be doing it? And they go, money. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Morgan policy still around? Uh, let me just look. He was the one who I really liked in Blade Runner. Yeah, uh, and he was in, you know, Patton. He goes back to Patton. He was in a true classic. Yeah, that's right. He was um, the, the assistant guy, Captain Richard Jensen. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. 82 Blade Runner. Apple. He was in the Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again, Mike. Okay. Uh, he was in Norma Ray. The Last Hard Men with Charlton Heston. Uh, I don't think I have any credit for him past the early 80s. Okay, so this might have been his last film. It could be. Okay. And this was definitely the last film of Cindy Lou. Right. Or maybe That's... I'm saying it backwards. Um, Wendy Sue? Yeah, <laughs> Lindy Sue. Lindy, Lindy Sue, Sue, right. It was, the last, Puerto Rico. it was the last one for Carol Wayne. Yeah. Right, she passed away after this. Yeah. She yeah. also had brain cancer, and she died in her 60s, early 60s. She was 61. Who is this? And this is uh, Lucinda Dooley. Oh, my God, that's so tragic. She was so yeah. sweet. Her first film was Spielberg's 1941. 
This is yeah. her last role. Oh. She got married. Oh, so she gave up acting. So I worked with her before. I worked with her in 49. Yeah. I have to say, I saw that movie just the last week, and I loved you in it. Terrific oh, thank movie. you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Tomorrow is sad. We were talking about sad things. Tomorrow is the anniversary of John's passing. Wow. John Bloom? What's John Bloom? Oh, yeah. is it? Well, let's talk about something nice. Yeah. Two days from now, Eddie's got a birthday. Yes, thank you for oh, remembering. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I turned 66, believe it or not. I did Grease uh-huh. when I was 20. Surf 2, I was like what? It. I was I was uh, 27 when I did Surf 2, I guess. Yeah. That's great. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank sure. you, Mike. Thank you, Carl. Got, you've got a full decade on me, and I think I'm old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is where the, the, the punks, the zombies surf. They're right. not good surfers. Really poor mm-hmm. etiquette. It pushes people off. Right. Now, you can see how badly done it is. The real surf scenes, that's Eric's stand-in. And then the ones they do in the studio, like this. Yeah. But you know, those beach movies with Frankie and, and uh, Annette, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, we just watched one last week. We, we just watched Beach, Beach Slang of Bingo last week. You're right. It oh, I so love that safe. one. Yeah. Yeah. But we went to them all as kids. Now, that had Don, Randall, Don Rickles in. Yeah, Don Rickles was in. Right. Beach Slang of Bingo, that's Don Rickles in it. Now, Randall didn't do it himself, but the producers of this film, there were two producers, really good people. They went to Annette Funicello and um, what's his name? Um, Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon. And they said, they didn't even like stay on the phone. They're like, we're not, we're not. But no, no, no. Come on. Oh, really? Was that Bronstein? Ron Brownstein? Bronstein? Uh, The producers was George Brown. George Bronson, right? Rob Hamadi. Yeah, and I worked with Frankie in uh, Greece. You know, he was a wonderful, nice guy. Uh Yeah. And they brought Linda Carriage to the production. They Uh bumped into Linda Carriage on the street in Los Angeles. They were coincidentally doing a movie in which there was a Marilyn Monroe lookalike. Now, Linda had a small mini career as a Marilyn Monroe lookalike. I could see that, yeah. Now, it, that made sense that they saw her and thought, hey, she looks like Marilyn Monroe. So they cast her in this horror film, Shades of Black. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that was famous. Here, um, um, like Let's see I what music's playing. Was Playboy. Um... resemblance to Marilyn Monroe. They offered her a part. It led to her posing as an actress for Playboy photo shoot in their December 1980 episode as Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Rampant interest from photographers, filmmakers who wanted to photograph and cast her as lookalike characters. She would appear as a Monroe double once more in Go West, Young Man, 1980. So I guess she's just out of the public eye. This is yeah. very funny. She's born in New South Wales, Australia. The mm-hmm. town she was born and raised in was called Wagga Wagga. Interesting. Okay. She's probably married with kids right now, I bet. I bet. She's yeah. probably all grown. Yeah. I wonder if Wagga he chose Wagga, himself, too. I think Fozzie Bear came from there, too. Is that right? My favorite Muppet. 
Well, I'm just making the joke because he always goes wacka wacka. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and they beat the punks. They yeah, that's right. They win yeah. the trophy. Right. But there we go ahead and turn it up. He's gonna give a little speech. He's trying to fully control the punks. Yeah, and soon to help us do bogus businessmen. Our father's oh, our father. Got some gravitas in this movie. Yeah. Now you they go against their parents. They, they got punked. Yeah. They drank the Buzz Cola. Oh, yeah, they get abducted. There's no one else on this beach? Not during filming. Now, we are deep into Act 3 here, and we're getting towards our climax. And Menlo will reveal his big plot, and it'll all get messed it's up. Like you're narrating a porn flick. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I'm a Now look how they're getting sucked down into. I mean, it's really just reverse footage, mm -hmm. but they're getting sucked down into uh, uh, Bunny's hideout. Right. But it always. It always, This scene always reminds me of the monkeys. The monkeys always ended like this. There's some kind of crazy sped up uh, chase. Right. 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 Yeah. Except there's no song. Right. Okay. There's no. Now we're gonna have some of the worst. Now it's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. We're now gonna have some of the worst comedic acting we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and roll them. <laughs> Is this hilarious? What do we think? I think you <laughs> Give him a break. I do find these suitcases where you stick your head in kind of jarring. Well, they are going to bottom beautify them now. Eddie, do you remember her being up close to you all the time and? It's smaller. Yeah. By the way, that was my ad lib. That little bit of shtick was mine. Uh huh. What time is it? Oh, it's about that. Hey, never mind. I like a double take, like a Bob Hope double take there. I threw in little things like that. I love it. I might have worked once, but not again. I used to want to be like the other kids, you know. I wanted to be a surfer. I wanted to be hip and bitchy and gnarly. But that's over now. What I wanted to By the way, that was a mistake. I should have said bitchin'. It should have been B I T T I N. I said bitchy. That was a mistake by me, and they left it in. With a powerful reverse sex hormone. You know what it's like to be the only guy on the beach with tits? It's miserable. Oh, yeah. This is my drag scene, yeah. But you're not very stacked. I need falsies, don't I? Okay, that's budget. Okay, now Johnny Bighead will ruin everything for Menlo by simply destroying the place. By destroying anything. But it does remind me like of James Bond or even Casino Royale in the 60s where mm -hmm. they just come in and destroy everything at the end. Right. Yeah, the monkey song will play right about now. Yeah, now we'd be hearing Auntie Griselda. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the worst sung song in the history of the rock era. <laughs> I agree. Now, in an earlier script that Randall wrote, you know, and I, I mean earlier by like the first half a day, he was actually having the surfers murder people and kill people. Seriously. And then it was like, 
yeah. And he's like, this isn't funny. Yeah, that takes away, well, that takes away the comedy atmosphere. It kind of kills the atmosphere. So he abandoned that. Yeah. Good. It does have a good horror element to this comedy, though. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the zombies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It is, yeah. It's a bit of a time capsule, right? Because this went on. We had these punks walking around like that in the 80s. Now the, the the you know secret hideout has been destroyed and they're all kind of washing ashore. Right, and with Dick Head dragging them. Now Menlo will be one of the last ones. Now in Surf Three Three D, it was supposed to be that he comes out of prison, but in this film, you know Eddie's character never goes to prison. As right. a matter of friends, right? He becomes yeah. friends. I remember you being can... washed up on shore, yeah. Look at him. Look Big at head. He's, he's like James Bond. He goes in the underground lair, destroys it, saves everyone. Right. You would think in this plot that it would be Eric Stoltz, who is the hero, yeah. saving the day, but not at all. Yeah. Now, there are movie rules, and this movie breaks them all. You're right. And I don't think we notice. I think it's still... Good film. Well, yeah, he did something original. Randall did something original there. Now, you really have been struggling. You're tripping and everything, but that was mm -hmm. on purpose, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to fall down kind of like Charlie Chaplin. You know, that's the best Chaplin. Just uh -huh. like a little bit of physical stick falling down. Toss him to the back. Yeah, now he is going to get taken away here. But we're going to see him on the beach in a minute. Yeah. Not a, I, I mean, used to have my famous hat. Yeah. It is touching. Everyone's friends at the end. I wonder whatever became of that hat, by the way. Some lucky guy on eBay has it. Yeah. <laughs> Thing is, we'd be touching base with you to find out what happened to it. Yeah. <laughs> so here comes Other our dads. dad. And the joke is they're womanified. Yeah. And then Fred Ast uh, Asparagus chases after them. Yeah, and you can see that that is a tacked-on thing. It's it's not really the dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, in respect to the producers, which I really don't want to do, they tied it in together because the extra footage met the original footage in this mm -hmm. world. Minolta, remember that? Yeah. I think it's so funny today. You take a picture with your phone, and it does the sound of the a 35 millimeter film advancing. Yeah. Well, they have to. It's by law. You have Kids. to. You have to indicate someone's photographing you. Uh huh. Mm. Wow, wow. Look at Carol's uh, bathing suit. Yeah. Okay, okay we get the mayonnaise. Here comes the hook. And oh, yeah, we're about to get the mayo. Look at that hat. Got Twister for a shirt. Oh, there's the mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah, that's my shirt. The polka dot shirt was mine too. <laughs> Terrific. Now look at that peanut butter. Yeah. 
How did she eat that? This is probably one of the nicest scenes of this movie that everyone just smiles and yeah, it's a sweet thing to resolve. Yeah, yeah, all is right with the world, and we wrap Mm -hmm. up. Yeah, the girls are not zombies anymore. Right, you're right. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, and they're great in this too because they're not putting up with it. They're okay with it. They're just not putting up. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, it's not a drag. Right. Thanks, Carl. And you can hear him talk loudly. Okay, now look. You see how it's not really the two dads. But they're dressed like this. And there's a voiceover, you hear them. Yeah. You're right. Oh, so it's different people. Uh-huh. And that's how it goes. And that's uh, yes, Surf 2. What a nice. joy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Eddie, so much. Well, I really yeah. enjoyed that. That was a trip. We're, we're big fans of it, and uh, you did a great job, and we thank you so much for being part of a, our show today. Listen, and yeah, it was my movie with us. Let's, let's do another one. Find another one. Let's do it again. I, I really had a good time. Thank you so much, Carl. Thank you, Mike. All right. We'll thank do Muggsy's Women if you're into it. Muggsy's Women. Girls. Muggsy's Girls, yeah. You remember it? Oh, sure. No, Stevie and I watched it about three weeks ago. We we put it on. It, it, we couldn't get through it, but it's pretty bad, but we did try to watch it. Well, Another we'll one was uh, Laser Blast. Laser Blast is a classic. Laser Blast, you've seen the Mystery Science Theater, right? Yeah. Theater. yeah. Yeah. That's one of the funniest MST3000s ever. It's hilarious. I just wrote about it yesterday on my Facebook page. Now, the other okay. one we did of yours already on our show, which we might like to do, is the, the Rosebud Beach Hotel. Yeah, where I met Peter Scolari, who I loved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's great times. Yeah, and you play an time. alien, and at the end of it, you show your photos from your trip. Yeah. It's yeah. a really good one. Funny Boys, whatever became of them. Yeah. The Funny Boys, that's right. They're the, like the waiters or something. Yeah. That's right. The Bell Boys. Yeah. So did you know them from the comedy scene, or? No, I, I'd never met them before Rosewood Beach Hotel. I just met them there, and they were, they were very nice. Yeah. Well, very cool. Eddie, thank you so much for joining us here on LWAFLMOYT. Yes. It's been my pleasure. Have a great weekend, you guys. You too. Okay, bye. bye. Thank you, Eddie. Sure, bye. Well, we, well, Eddie uh, logs off. We want to tell you you could go to Facebook. Uh, he has a, a fan page there, in which he's active in, and get more information. We'll be back next week. We'll, we're here every Sunday on Mutiny Radio. We're on the YouTube and, uh, of course, on podcasts. Next week's movie is now in the public domain. We'll be watching The Jazz Singer. The Jazz Singer, the first sound feature of this planet. Looking forward to it. So we'll catch you guys then. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week.
German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Joe DeCaro. Watching in a trance, the good is certain, nothing left to chance. Always working, trying to relax, up in the capsules, send me on the drinks. Jokes made you twice, the calm goes on.
Space is the place you're listening to. The space lady doing the ma- major tom. She's a local artist who'd wear the helmet with the blinking red light and the mercury wings on the side. And uh, so, in honor of Women's Month, we're playing her and a bunch of other special ladies like Frances McDormand and uh, Fargo. So, get ready for your fucking rock and roll weekend. Keep on shocking it. 
When some quarrel we have needs mending, does it mean that our love is ending? Darling, I need you. Lately I find your Let the angels sing for your returning. Let our love be safe and sound. 
comes Light now, for the moon had risen. All the forest was beautiful, and the fronds of the bracken shone like frosted silver. In the open glade between the tree trunks, the wild rabbits danced with their shadows on the velvet grass. When they saw the fairy, they all stopped and stood round in a ring to stare at her. I've brought you a new playfellow. You must be very kind to him and teach him all he needs to know in rabbit land. For he is going to live with you forever and ever. And she kissed the little rabbit again. Run and play, little rabbit. But the little rabbit sat quite still for a moment and never moved. For when he saw all the wild rabbits dancing around him, he remembered about his hind legs. And he didn't want them to see that he was made all in one piece. He did not know that when the fairy kissed him that last time, she had changed him altogether. And he might have sat there a very long time, too shy to move, if just then something hadn't tickled his nose. And before he thought what he was doing, he lifted his hind toe to scratch it.
hind legs. Instead of dingy velveteen, he had brown fur, soft and shiny. His ears twitched by themselves, and his whiskers were so long that they brushed the grass. He gave one leap, and the joy of using those hind legs was so great that he went springing about the turf on them, jumping sideways and whirling around as the others did. He grew so excited that when at last he did stop to thank the fairy, she had gone. He was a real rabbit at last, at home with the other rabbits.
Punched a hole in the night time through your window that night. I'm shining like a new diamond. Downtown trains are filling with all the most broken girls. They try so hard to break out of bed. Stairs in your doorway, walk down your street, stand by the light of the four ways, watch them as they fall. They all have heart attacks, stay at the carnival, they will never win you back. Will I see you?